0: Good afternoon, Riot Residents, and welcome to the first ever Hula Hand Lawrence Moment Podcast. I'm your moderator, Nick Ivanovich, and alongside me today are Hula Hand Brokers, Amy Kamsa and Nicole Ball.
1: Hi, everyone. Hi.
0: All right. Let's start off with the first question here. What are the current trends you're seeing in the local residential real estate market? What are buyers looking for these days? Property and privacy, walkability to town, train, school, etc. updated interiors, fixed wrappers, curb appeal? Tell Ryan
1: what you're thinking. Lots to choose from, right? I would say each buyer obviously has his own must-have list and set of priorities when it comes to defining the ideal house, but if I had to point to trends that we've been seeing lately, I would say that homes with updated, renovated, really fresh interiors are what are popping with buyers in the local market these days. And as you asked, you know, convenience to town, school, the train, that's also a huge attraction.
0: Yeah, okay. like I grew up on Hillside in Grandview and that was like, a, it was a big appeal then is that we could walk to the train to go to New York City, we could obviously walk to Rock right country and in town too. That
2: when, never gets old. When they,
0: when they only had like four restaurants in town, so uh,
2: <laughs> Location is definitely key, um, as is condition. We do see the occasional buyers who have a vision for a fixer-upper and the time to take on a home renovation project, but the majority of buyers we see are looking for a move-in ready house.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I, I, we had that, too. So when we first moved here from Florida, um, we had to do a whole bunch of, of renovations to that house. The New construction wasn't a thing in Rye in, in, in 1992. Now everybody wants it from New York City. I live in New York City, and that's what all my friends were thinking about moving up here. They all want that uh, up here. It's not, um, they're not looking for, uh, for, for charm, I, I guess.
1: Sure, the desire seems to have shifted a little with the generations. <laughs>
2: It's true, you wanna make life easy.
0: All right, so what are the top three to five things I should do to get my home ready for market? What types of improvements and upgrades are most likely to resonate with buyers and would be worth the upfront financial investment?
1: Well, as I talked about earlier, homes with updated interiors are resonating with buyers today. So investing the time and money to make some improvements to your home can really help it stand out and be chosen above other comparable homes on the market.
2: Yeah, kitchens and bathrooms really reign supreme in our experience in terms of rooms that buyers love to walk into a house and find new and updated. I know that the idea of a kitchen or bathroom remodel can feel like a huge undertaking, but keep in mind there are major innovations and then there are also more minor upgrades that can really change the entire look and feel of a room. For example, if you were to paint dark kitchen cabinets white, change the hardware, maybe put in a new backsplash or possibly countertops you can achieve a dramatic transformation without the huge expense of buying new cabinets and renovating the entire kitchen, top to bottom. Yeah, so kitchens and
1: bathrooms, I think, obviously stand out you know, to people as things they walk in and love to see shiny and new. Um, but you know, if we had to kind of make a list, I would say that the second thing that could be worthwhile to invest in, if your house could use some upgrading in this department, is landscaping. You know, we focus a lot on interior, but the first thing people see when they approach your house is the exterior. You know, so upgrading your home's curb appeal in other ways too um, is, is really something to think about. So I would say that exterior improvements like, you know, putting new siding on your house, having the outside freshly painted, Updating the front entryway. Just basically think about anything that a visitor sees when they when they drive up to your house. Well,
0: that that's important for a lot of New York City residents who don't have yards. Obviously, <laughs> nobody has a the yard there, and when they come up here, they don't want to make that big investment in in the yard. So if they see it as as great great curb appeal, like oh great, I don't need to put in new sod or something like that right away. They don't have to deal. They, with they, they don't have to deal with it because that it, it's very important to them. But what about what would you say sort of. Is it the master suite? I'm talking about the master bedroom, master bathroom. If if somebody had like a hundred thousand dollars to play with, right, before before the home sale of the house, do they put in the kitchen, or do they put in a new like master ba- bedroom sort of bathrooms like suite that way? In your in your opinion,
2: in our opinion, I think you can really do both with a budget like that. You would put in upgrades that really make an aesthetic pop for people looking at a home, and you wouldn't necessarily put in what you would choose for yourself if you were staying in the home you want to put in something that appeals to the most buyers and looks fresh new and clean
0: all right so here's the million dollar question for you how can i get the most money for my house do i price high hoping that rye and all it has to offer will sell itself we're sort of with the town on the sound right there all right the fantastic public schools proximity to New York City, or do I list at a price point I know will attract interest and potentially spark a bidding war?
2: Well, that definitely is the million dollar question, one that we get from just about every potential seller that we meet with. And Rye is certainly a special place that has many, many selling points that don't necessarily need a hard sell, but for better or worse, we do see the universal market forces at work in the residential real estate market here, like everywhere else. So even though we might all think we live in a little slice of suburban heaven, which we do, there's still a value that each each house has relative to comparable homes in the area.
1: Yeah, it's funny, so we see this a lot, and I can see how a seller's reasoning would be, hey, our house is so special, let's price it above what the market data supports and basically benchmark buyers. You know, let's put the idea in their heads that this is what our house is worth. And furthermore, many sellers also reason you know that'll give us room to negotiate if we have to because people think they're always gonna have to come down But actually if you look at the data, it really tells a clear and quite remarkable story. It's very interesting. So um, If you look in the Sound Shore area where we live Homes that sold with no price reduction were on the market an average of 45 days and sold for on average 99% of list price. That's pretty great um, if you look at Um, houses that were sold with at least one price reduction first, the average days on market for those houses jumps to over 300 days. And the average percentage of list price when they're sold for those houses drops down to about 81%.
0: So you're saying there's some blood in the water there. If if I list a home at three million dollars here and it's really worth two point five or something, and then I lower it to to two seven or something, people are just going to wait for it to hopefully you caving it maybe two three or something like that. Is that something that uh, that's you along see? the
2: lines of the mentality? And you're going to wait a whole lot longer, go through a lot of inconvenience and stress unnecessarily if the result is ultimately going to be a lower sale price.
0: So I, I, as a child of Robin Ivanovich, I have lived in four homes, or at least spent the, the holidays in, in four homes here. Her so home, far, right? So, so far. So there, there could be more in, in this town. Uh, is that uh, are the homes that, um, that, were, that we didn't see any price reduction, you're right, were, were the quickest to go off the market. The hill, one on Hillside and Grandview, um, the one on Locust, uh, which is sort of a Rye PO, uh, that went that went very quickly because that, that also had new construction in as well um, but when there was severe sort of price reductions and and and, and people from the city didn't see the, the great value in spending fifty thousand dollars a year on a, on yard maintenance and things like that um, it it, it's the, it was on the market for over two years mm-hmm. that way
2: yeah, that happens. I mean, there's always a range that a house can be fairly priced, and there's no magic eight ball telling us whether an emotional buyer might fall head over heels with a house and be willing to pay a premium for it. But there's very strong data, like Amy said, supporting the notion that if you price within the market's sweet spot for your particular house, it'll sell quicker and for a higher price. It's also the best way to get interest from multiple buyers and potentially spark a bidding war and therefore putting you as the seller back in control.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And there's really just a lot of good that can come for a seller by sending the message to the buyer universe that you're informed, you're fair, You know, rather than removing a buyer's desire to even bid on your house because they perceive it to be priced unreasonably high, like you said, and waiting for it to drop. So believe it or not, that intimidates buyers and it leads them sometimes to look elsewhere for that person who is ready to play ball.
0: Is there, is there a section of town where you can price it at a premium because it's all that Rye has to offer? And are there other areas of town where you, know, you, you need to price it at sort of a, a lower point to sort of spark a, a bidding war?
2: I think you really need to look at each section of town and look at the market and how the market's behaving at that section of town. When you see a premium pricing it above what the market will support, doesn't do anyone any favors in the long run. You look at the market, based on the neighborhood specifically and you find how what price um, buyers are willing to spend in that neighborhood that's right and
1: then we can point back to what we were talking about at, you know at the beginning about sort of the, the condition of your house and attributes um, like location and convenience to town things like that that might attract um, might have more universal attraction but um, you know all in all there are more market forces at work good old um, economics.
0: All right <laughs> lastly. Uh, anything else that you'd like to add?
2: Well, we, we just wanted to say that if you're not sure if you want to sell right now, but if you really want to get a sense of what your house is worth, go ahead and reach out to us. And we're happy to come in and do a complimentary custom market analysis and give you an idea as what the market's doing in your neighborhood for your home at this moment.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much. Rye appreciates this. This concludes the first ever Hula Hand Lawrence moment. Thank you very much. Thank,
1: thank you so much. much.